Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sexy Selfish Podcast. My name is Shona Gates, and I am a women's mindset coach and a business success strategist. So today on the podcast, I actually did not plan this topic as something that I wanted to speak about or something that I thought I would be addressing on this platform, but I've got a bunch of questions just recently over the last few days about this topic and you know it's quite a controversial one in the self-development area so I thought the best way that I could address this was with something like a podcast um so yeah I'm excited to share with you guys and I'm interested to hear your thoughts and feedback on this as well so essentially what I want to talk about today is when people start to feel that they can't feel bad emotions or we start to label emotions like sadness or guilt, frustration and disappointment as bad feelings and we don't want to feel them, we don't want to experience them or acknowledge them, accept them and we feel bad for feeling them because we feel like we should be more self-developed, we should be more aware, we should be more positive So it's almost what I'm seeing and what I've experienced myself is kind of emotion shame. In the self-development industry, especially in network marketing, I see it, you know, a lot and I've been a firsthand, you know, experienced this as well, where it's important to have this no problems attitude. And I do believe there's, you know, a certain point to the no problems attitude that is really, really important because it shows people to learn from your lessons, grow through your disappointments. But the flip side of that is people aren't acknowledging when they experience real human emotions or they feel guilt and shame for experiencing them or they're made to feel those emotions, that guilt, shame, disappointment, you know, and they're angry at themselves for feeling angry. They feel like they shouldn't be angry or they shouldn't be sad when that's just not the case. We are human beings and we all have emotions and we all experience things in our life that make us feel really good or some days really shit. I think we need to learn not to just have a no problems attitude and completely ignore all the bad stuff in our life. We need to learn to accept the bad stuff and the bad feelings and we need to let ourselves fully experience those emotions before we move forward into that positive, self-aligned, self-aware place. I hate seeing women especially go through shit times in their life and it could even be something, you know, like just having a cold or their car got rear-ended or, you know, their kids are sick or something's happened, their TV got smashed, like things that make them angry and things that make them frustrated and disappointed And then they feel like they're not allowed to feel those emotions. Now, if you're listening to this and you experience this, I want you to know that you have permission to feel whatever you're feeling. You don't need to feel shame over your emotions. I think it's just gone from one scale. Like we want to be positive and we want to be enlightened and we want to always look at the bright side of life and be grateful that we've stopped acknowledging that it's okay to sometimes feel sad. It's okay to grieve. It's okay to be disappointed. It's okay to feel rage. And if we don't feel those emotions, how are we ever going to learn how to actually process them? 
What we don't want is to push our emotions down so deep inside and keep going on with this no problems attitude that we never learn to deal with what's happened. That's when those emotions will pop up later as a repeated cycle. You know, you know how you have bad things comes in threes or you wake up out of bed in the morning and you stub your toe and suddenly the bad stuff's happening all day but you're trying to go no problems no problems and grin and bear it and try and see the positive and it's just this battle of conflict within yourself because you're not fully allowing yourself to go that fucking hurt I stubbed my toe oh my Jesus Christ it really hurt ow 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 okay it's not hurting as much all right, I'm good. Now I can move on. We just like, mm. you know, we've got this grin and bear it, especially as women, when we're feeling things, we've just been conditioned over the last couple of decades, centuries, whatever, to just, you know, oh, smile. Oh, laugh. It's okay. Make a joke of it. It's light. No problems. When in fact, we just want to talk about our problems sometimes. And that's another problem with the no problems attitude. It's the isolation that people feel when they do start to have an, what they deem as a negative emotion instead of a positive emotion. You start to feel disappointed, frustrated, angry, pissed off at life, you know, starting to really doubt yourself and, and questioning things around you. And because everyone else is going, no problems, super positive, you still feel so fucking alone. And it isolates people. Yes, we want to talk about the good stuff and we want to have a silver linings attitude and discipline our disappointments. But if we don't even talk about the fact that we do still get disappointed, then we're never going to find that heart-to-heart human connection that we need. If you're experiencing all these emotions and you feel completely alone, like everyone else around you is so positive and they've got their shit together and you're just stuck in this cycle of guilt and worry and anxiety just by yourself, how are you ever meant to move forward? By sharing our real emotions, by sharing our authentic self and what we're actually feeling without sugarcoating it, we let our humanity show. And that's what makes a difference. That's what helps us really connect with people and from a business point of view, really humanize our brands. The no problems attitude is great. It teaches us to be grateful. It teaches us to be aware of other people's situations and know that some days, yeah, it could get a hell of a lot worse than what the tiny problem is. And it it is true what they say, that if everyone in the world threw all their problems in a pile, and you could see all the problems, you would pick yours back up. Because there's people out there dealing with a lot worse shit than you. But that does not discredit the problems that you have, the shit that you are going through, the emotions that you are feeling. And you need to be allowed to fully express those feelings. So I realized for a long time, you know, in the industry that I was in, especially in network marketing, everything is no problems. And so whenever I had a problem, it felt like I was being shushed, being stood on, being told, no, 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 no. We don't talk about anything bad here. Everything's amazing all the time. And I felt really, really alone, but it also felt really, really inauthentic 
I think the word is. It felt really, really untruthful and false to pretend like my life was incredible 24-7. I never had problems. I always saw the great side of things because I don't. I'm a normal human being. I get pissed off. I get upset. I grieve. I mourn. I have days where I just want to do nothing but binge watch Outlander and eat chicken crimpies. You know, I have those days as well. And pretending like I'm some superhuman who doesn't get them, that's not serving anyone, least of all me. I also realized that I had been pushing down my emotions for a long time and refusing to really feel them. And it was actually what what gave me the nickname as an ice bitch in high school. I didn't really have a lot of feelings. I didn't express feelings. I didn't really let people in whatsoever. Um, I think my husband was the first person I really let in and see inside. There's this soft, gooey woman that just craves physical touch and attention and feels a lot. And motherhood softened me in that as well. But for a long time, I never allowed myself to grieve. When people around me passed away, when people around me, you know, died or were in horrific accidents, I went, oh, there's nothing I can do about it now. No point crying. Crying isn't going to fix anything. And I never let myself fully grieve or even forgive people or apologize. I just didn't never allow myself to go to that feeling place. So it wasn't until many years later when I, I really learned to allow myself to feel things. And I think that really how I've changed in, in allowing myself to actually sit in my emotions and let them ride over me like a wave is early this year. Um, uh, a friend of mine passed away. She chose to end her own life and it was quite, quite a shock you know we'd seen her a couple of days before it happened and it was a really really big shock and I was sitting in the car with my family we were driving when I got the news on a phone call from a friend and I just broke I thought yes part of me is like I know I'm about to go into an appointment with my family and I've got the kids in the car and I just knew Right now I had all this emotion holding up in my throat and I knew that if I tried to stop that emotion coming out, I would probably not get to a point where I would re- actually release it. I would keep pushing it down, keep waiting for another time, waiting for an appropriate time and I let it all come forward and I was able to move through that process of grief because I allowed myself to do it in a very natural rhythm. You know, and and my family went into the appointment. I stayed in the car and I let myself feel everything that I need to feel. And I guess the best way to acknowledge it is that this is big. When you start experiencing emotion like anger, grief, rage, sadness, disappointment, depression, anxiety, it, it feels like it's coming in a wave. Like it starts and then it builds and you need to learn to ride that wave like a surfer and then it kind of peaks off and it comes and you come, you can learn to come out of the emotion in your own time. You just really need to give yourself permission to sit in that emotion, to fully feel it and acknowledge in your body where you're feeling that emotion because we feel emotions in different parts of our body. We hold anger in a certain place. We hold love. We hold stress. We hold anxiety. We hold grief in different parts of our body. And if you can really let that emotion take you over, feel it fully, and then you can release it when you're ready, knowing that you've, you've been through that cycle. 
It's not going to come up to haunt you in two weeks, in two months, in two years, in 20 years and hit you like a freight train because you've already fully acknowledged and experienced that emotion. We have to stop demonizing our bad feelings and our problems. We are human. We are human as fuck and we all have problems and we all have shit days And don't get me wrong, I know women who have been the most positive fucking person I've ever met, you know, they have a solution for everything. They're going to hit you with quotes from Jim Rohn every second sentence you say, like everything is no problems, everything is amazing and unbelievable. And I also know women who you can bump in down the street and be like, hey, how are you? And they will give you a list of 32 things that are going wrong for them in that moment. You cannot have a conversation with them without them complaining about, oh my God, everything, everything in their life from their knee to their shoulder to how they slept last night to their ex-cousins, aunties, in-laws, dogs shitting on their front lawn. Like you will get the list of everything that's going wrong for them. And I think it's finding a balance between both these different types of people and finding it in the middle where you know that you can see the bright side of a situation, but you're also not going to hide or deny yourself some of those darker emotions because we're humans and thank God we do have emotions. It's what makes us different from trees, you know. It's important that we don't demonize these emotions and we learn to live with it and we learn to cope with these emotions. We learn how to deal with them. And that's why I always try with my daughter, like my kids, if they hurt themselves. Tonight, I think Holly broke her nose. Like I'm just throwing it out there. She tried to do a flip in the lounge room practicing gymnastics. She's four. She's not even four. She's three and she wants to be an Olympic gymnast. That's another topic. She was doing a flip. She comes running into my office while I'm on a phone call. Blood everywhere. And about two hours later, we notice the nose is really swollen and everything. And she's cried on and off tonight. And it... It's so hard because when your children cry, it breaks your heart and you want them to stop. You just want them to stop making the noise so you can think, so you can concentrate, so you can get them fixed up. So like, stop annoying all the other kids. Just be quiet. Just be quiet. Just be quiet. Don't cry. It takes a lot of patience as a parent to let your children fully express the emotion that they're having. Let them cry. Let them figure out how to come out the end of that that crying, upset, shock, anger feeling. Let them learn how to move through that emotion. It's the same with my son, Eric. He's autistic. You might have seen some of my other podcasts about, you know, our journey with autism. He has some anger and aggression issues. But there is absolutely no point trying to force an autistic child to stop being angry when they're angry. Literally nothing will work. So we've had to go through the process of teaching him how to move through that emotion. When he starts to feel angry, when he peaks and gets really angry, like what he can do and what coping strategies he can have. But at no point are we going, you stop that behavior right now. It's what can we do? How can we make this a safe place for you? And then asking him, are you feeling, are you ready to stop being angry now? Are you feeling a little bit better? Is your, is your heart feeling less hot Is your body feeling better? Are you feeling more happy? And he will now 
He can move through that cycle of being really angry, going to his room, doing what he needs to do, having his calm, quiet time, and he will now move through that emotion and come out and apologize instead and acknowledge that he's at the end of it. I think that is so important moving on to the next generation, you know, as a parent myself and, um, you know, realizing that we're just borrowing this earth from our children is I don't want my kids to be afraid of their emotions or feel any shame for what they're feeling. If my son wants to cry, I want him to be able to cry. If he's angry, I want him to be able to understand how to be angry without hurting other people or repressing it deep down inside. I want my daughter to know that she can cry if she's feeling happy, if she's feeling sad, that she can smile and laugh and joke and to never hide or dull herself down. So what do you need to work on? How do you need to step up and acknowledge your emotions? When something happens to you, do you allow yourself to feel it or do you stop it? Do you stop yourself from crying? Do you stop yourself from getting angry to you? Do you try to stop that emotion before it happens? If I get really frustrated and angry, I often find myself like, I'm trying to stop that emotion before it happens. Whereas now I'm learning to go, all right, why am I angry? Okay. Yep. I'm going to let myself feel this emotion for 10 minutes. You know, I'm really, really angry that, you know, someone else got something that I'd really had my eye on and, you know, it's been sold to someone else. I'm going to allow myself to feel this frustration for 10 minutes. I'm going to get really, really mad. I'm going to go punch some pillows in my bedroom where no one can see. I'm going to let that feeling out, especially if you're angry. You need to let that energy leave your body in a safe physical way, whether that is going out to the backyard and doing some primal screaming, which feels amazing. Um, Sometimes your neighbors might get a little bit worried though. Primal screaming, whether it's punching into a pillow, whether it's going for a run. I have a friend of mine that goes for rage runs. So when she's feeling really angry to process that emotion and actually work through it and get that energy that hot burning feeling out of her body, she will go and hit the pavement. She will run and she will get sweaty and hot. And that's how she feels that emotion for her. And then she processes it and comes back down to a calm place. And instead of ignoring it, she acknowledges it. She's like, I'm, I'm fucking angry. I need to go for an angry run. And, you know, I need to wear my body out. It's really important that you learn how to deal with your emotions. Stop hiding them, guys. Stop pushing them down inside. Stop bottling them up or thinking that you shouldn't feel them or, oh my God, how can I be a woke, rad human as fuck human? I'm meant to be positive. I'm meant to be excited. I'm, you know, I was coming from a place where I was a health and wellness coach. I was meant to be lifting people up on their journeys all the time. When inside I was having my own battles with an eating disorder. Like we have to be able to talk about our problems, guys, in a safe and neutral, supportive environment. And the only way we can do that is if we take away the shame and stigma around the shitty feelings. So there's no such thing as good feelings and bad feelings. There's just feelings, emotions. There's no such thing as good and bad and stop beating yourself up for feeling natural, normal human emotions. We're not perfect. We're human as fuck. So 
for everyone who's emailed me about questions about this over the last, you know, honestly, it's actually probably been a couple of years. These questions have been coming in in dribs and drabs. And I know that so many times when I share something, when I share the real raw, authentic, authentic truth about what I'm feeling, I get flooded with inboxes, with emails saying, oh my God, thank God I'm not alone. Guys, get rid of the no problems attitude. Because yes, the bigger the problem, the bigger the paycheck. And in business, you've got to learn to, you know, discipline your disappointments. You've got to learn to see everything as a lesson. But at the same point, you can't ignore the ignore or repress the emotions you're having. Learn from a situation, yes. Don't repeat the same cycles and mistakes over and over and over again, yes. But do not repress demonize, ignore your emotions because they will come back to bite you in the ass hard. (laughs) So I think that's probably all from me tonight, guys. You can tell probably by listening, I'm really, really passionate about this because I'm sick and tired of people thinking um, that someone out there is perfect. There's no such thing. And this is so highly intensified by Instagram and influencers and, and all those types of things where their feed is perfect, their words are perfect, their six packs perfect. And you just never know what's really going on inside. So the minute we aren't super positive, happy, perky, six packy all the time, we feel like there's something wrong with us and there's nothing wrong with us. And there's nothing wrong with you for having bad days, for getting pissed off and for getting sad, getting disappointed, getting frustrated for wanting to like murder your boss sometimes. There's nothing wrong with you for getting those feelings within within you. Absolutely nothing wrong with you at all. And I think that's the turning point is realizing we all have those feelings and to ignore them or pretend that they don't exist is actually a really dangerous thing. So I hope you've got some value out of our podcast today um, about emotions. I'm not even sure what I'll title this. We'll find out. I guess you guys can check that out when you see the title of this podcast. I am really excited for what's coming up with Sexy Self, which we're launching a brand new program specifically targeted at uh, mums who are in business, whether that's a network marketing business, whether they're running a, a brick and mortar shop or an online shop. And really it's mindset coaching for mums in business because mums in business is a completely different ball game to anyone else in business because you've got all these layers of added emotions, expectations, time management, it is a lot more complicated than I think people realize. And, you know, mums, we are, we are superheroes. We are raising businesses and babies at the same time, but it is very much a mindset game. And that is what is holding a lot of people back from up-leveling their business and reaching the levels of success they want. It's all the mindset work behind it. And, you know, as mums, we have so much mindset work that we want to do because we want to become the best human we possibly can for our kids for our businesses and that's what we want to give women is a safe place where they can learn how to hack their brain to be super productive super balanced super you know mindful and aware and I'm just really excited about this new project. If you are a boss mum and you want to get interested, please don't hesitate to send me an email, shona at sexyselfish.com or check out the website, sexyselfish.com. 
bulk information for you there. We've also got our human as fuck course. So if anything on tonight's podcast has resonated with you, you're probably in a space where human as fuck would really, really be beneficial to your life, to improving your overall happiness, stress levels, everything. Human as fuck is a six week course, which essentially takes you through connecting to your authentic self, figuring out what the hell you actually want in life, how to understand the mind, body, and spirit connection. And then it goes even deeper into working out your psychological triggers to stop repeating damaging cycles in your life, you know, basics for brilliance and really just deciding in life what you give a shit about and what you don't and how to move forward into living the life that you actually want to live without expectation, without judgment and without guilt. So it's a really powerful six-week program. Um, It's all online. You've got a Facebook support group and, you know, the content and the module that's been put together for that is just incredible. It's very much self-paced learning. The results are amazing. You can check out Sexy Selfish Facebook page if you want to find out more information about that. But the best bit about this six-week course, it's only $97 Australian. So if you want to journey a bit deeper into personal development, connecting with your inner badass, that is definitely the way to go. So head on over to sexyselfish.com and you can check out the human as fuck six week course there. But thanks again for tuning into the podcast and I can't wait to see you on the next episode, which I'm sure will be, you know, I'm getting better and better each one I record. I hope so. We'll find out. Thanks guys. Bye.